Recording. Well, what's the audio region? What is all this? Weird. I don't know why it's divided up the way it is. But anyway. All right. You speak. Hi. You'll want to speak up more than that. But, okay. All right. Three, two, one. This is Ananoob, episode 19. Normally there's other stuff that goes here, but I can't remember. It's been a while. We are... Assassination Classroom? Yes. Episodes 1 through 4? Indeed. Yes. Well, I thought there was... I don't know. I'm so used to doing a... This is the episode for this week when this episode has nothing to do with weeks. Oh. It's just, you know, we do it whenever we want. And so... Like we said, it is Assassination Classroom, episodes 1 through 4. Um, you can watch it on Hulu or on Funimation's um, channel. Yay, Hulu. Yes, indeed. <laughs> okay, there we go. GarageBand was doing weird things. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Hulu or also, um, yeah, also one thing worth noting is that Assassination Classroom is also available on Funimation.com and you get the... You get the simul-dub episodes if you are a Funimation Elite member, meaning that they get the episodes, and within, um, I guess, a week's time, I can't mm-hmm. remember how long it is, they dub the episode and put okay. it up as soon as the episode is actually released. Or actually, no, I think they do it a week after, mm. just you know, to give themselves time, because still, getting the dubbed episodes a week after the That's Japanese episode is, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> But I haven't watched it yet, the dub yet, because I am not a Funimation Elite member. Better get on that. Yeah, yeah, I don't. As soon as I start raking in the sweet podcast moolah. (laughs) And what I'm actually going to be doing with this, I'm just going to buy this stupid series, honestly. Um, Once it comes out on Blu-ray. Uh-huh. Let's see. Assassination classroom uh, let me just see if they have a release date for that they still don't have nozaki kun on blu-ray yeah i don't I'm, know how I'm that's disappointed going to happen. about that okay that is not what i wanted i want blu-rays dvds movies tv let me select my option there we go um movies and tv <laughs> Ooh, well is that's that the japanese, japanese version one. yeah Oh, you can get it on original Japanese version. You can get it on Amazon for purchase thingy. Uh, let's see. How no. many episodes is this? Is so it, is it far, still ongoing at this it's point? It's still ongoing. So far, there's um, 16 episodes. No English release date yet for the okay. uh, DVDs or Blu-rays. But, yeah, it's available. Um, member, Hulu Plus members can get the... Uh, most recent episodes, the day it comes out, us the re- the plebeians have to wait for, plebeians. have to wait for. Wait, why do I have this open? They have to wait for ye oldie one week later. It's absolutely, it's 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 barbaric. This isn't a way to live. <laughs> I mean, if I had known back when I had to rely on bootleg VHS copies. I never actually had to do that, um, of anime that I'd have to wait a frickin' week to get the episode. I would be outraged with how absolutely childish current me is being. Because, Probably. 
Yeah, I mean, a week after it airs. Oh, no. It's not the problem that I have to wait a week. It's the fact that I can see it there and with that accursed Hulu Plus logo on the picture. And I'm like, I hate everyone you. out there, you can have Hulu Plus for free. Just use Bing Rewards. How does that work? You told me about this. I don't know how it works. So basically, Bing wants to be the new Google. <laughs> yeah, right? So if you use their search engine on your phone... 20 searches gives you 10 points. And if you use your laptop, you can get do 30 searches for 30 or for 15 points. And every four or 500 points, you can earn a Hulu Plus uh, month free. Really? Really. So you can have, you can earn it probably about twice a month. You can have Hulu Plus a whole month free. Hmm. That's how I watched Assassination Classroom on Hulu Plus with less commercials. <laughs> less commercials, but no, not no commercials. So do uh, porn searches count towards this? Because you know that's all anybody uses Bing for, right? I don't know. I haven't tried. <laughs> well, um, neither have I. No, but it's like, you know, just online everywhere you keep hearing people like, Oh, Bing is better at looking for porn than Google is. I didn't know this. And our family-friendly rating is gone. We never had one of that, especially after episode four of Assassination Classroom. No, actually, compared to some of the garbage I've watched, it's tame. (laughs) I'd put this one at a a teen show. Yeah, well, it's it's a teen show. But yeah, the thing is, for an anime with a gorgeous woman and tentacles in it, the outcome is a lot better for the woman than any other anime would have had. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, <laughs> normally it's like, tentacles, woman. I've seen enough hentai to know where this is going, and then it makes and then it j- makes a joke about that where it turns into... Anyway, we'll get into that later. Oh, my. Yes, so we should probably get into what Assassination Classroom is about. It's pretty much what the name says. It's a classroom, and there's an assassination that's going to happen in it, um, which... For the longest time, I've been reading the manga, and I didn't think this series would ever get picked up in the U.S. because of um, events involving schools and weapons in mm. said schools. Mm-hmm. So I was like, there's no way this show is going to make it over into the U.S., even though there, it's not, you know... For a series called Assassination Classroom, it can be surprisingly benign. Yeah, that's... I mean, magic BBs. Yeah. Knives that don't hurt anyone. Rubber knives, basically. Yeah. You see people hold them and they like, they're flexible like rubber, but the thing is. I think so, that's how they got away with it. Yeah. Basically, the. And basically, it goes through and gives you all the reasons why this whole. These kids learning to be assassins is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so the basic premise is that about a. Qu- Three quarters of the moon have been, has been destroyed, leaving it in a permanent um, sickle shape. And then we open up in with the uh, classroom E, where all the all the dunces at this prestigious private academy are put in there, and their new teacher is the creature responsible for destroying three quarters of the moon. And he is this giant octopus tentacle-looking thing. And he also happens to be the greatest teacher that they've ever had. But, they, but he intends to destroy the world, and mm-hmm. they, have to, they have to assassinate him before that happens. And so, it's kind of an odd thing. Like, he goes to mm-hmm. that classroom to be their teacher. We don't know why yet. We do get, 
we get a hint as to why he is their teacher, um, but no actual answers, which means that we will get to, you know, we will get to the, uh, we'll get the answers. The series begins straight off by telling us, we have an answer for this, we're just not going to tell you yet. And it hints at what said answer is, but again, um, I'm going to try not to uh, reveal anything that I know from reading the manga, because this is about the anime. No, the manga, you need to read the manga, it's fantastic. It's... Like, a lot of the reasons why I love the manga are not addressed in the first four episodes. Well, one of them is, but we'll get to that in episode four. Um, but there are a lot of... Uh, there, it's to basically for anyone that is, that is interested or wants to know whether they should get into this series, it's... Let me give you the reasons why without giving anything away. It's, it's funny really legitimately funny which is which is hard for an anime to do with a western audience because a lot of times uh japanese humor is uh relies on puns that only work in japanese and translating them is difficult but a lot of the humor so a lot of the uh comedy show anime that get dubbed over here they have to rewrite the jokes basically mm-hmm. to have them make sense and in this case, the jokes are funny enough that they actually work. You know, there's no wordplay or anything really going on. There's a little bit of wordplay. Well, play. the wordplay in episode four was the best part well, there in the entire that. season. Yeah. Well, so far. Yeah, so far. But, you know, they do have um, a lot of the comedy comes from the characters. You know, yeah. like all of Coral Sensei's goofy weaknesses and whatnot and his I didn't laugh that much in the show. Really? I could I was trying to decide if I liked it or if I was just terrified by the premise. <laughs> it gets funnier. Um the first couple episodes aren't that aren't that great. But you also have um great antagonists in the series. Which um let's see, it's been a while since I watched the first four episodes. Do you you get introduced to the principal, right? Uh he's in it for like a few minutes. Okay. Well yeah, in episode he... Too. Oh, okay, he becomes amazing. Like he's such an amazing antagonist. Mm. And what's good, what's great about him is because you know how often in writing they say make an antagonist who thinks they're the good guy, or you can see their point of view. That's what he is. Mm-hmm. Like he's the things that he does are messed up, but you can but see the there's time. a good reason. He's not, you know, he has well, his logic. <laughs> Personally, trying to watch the show, I'm like. Do I agree with these kids trying to kill this octopus? Because <laughs> he's kind of a sympathetic character. <laughs> and especially whatever is going on with the hints that you know something bad happened to him and, and a female, it appeared. Um, but at the same time, he's creepy. Yes. He's very <laughs> scary. And I... Don't blame the kids for trying to kill him. Well, the thing is, um, and they eventually call him Coral Sensei because... uh, It's like episode one or two. Yeah, episode one. It's basically a word play. I think Coral Sen Sen in Japanese believes uh, means can't be killed, basically. Right. (coughs) And Sensei meaning teacher, so... (coughs) Pardon. Coral Sen, Coral Sensei is basically where they get that from. Mm -hmm. Um, But we don't learn his real name which he never tells anyone. Anyway. Um, yeah. No, even with what I've read, he doesn't tell anyone his real name. Gotcha. Because you do learn his identity 
later on, mm-hmm. but you don't know who, what his name is, so that's kind of interesting. But basically, the thing about him is that it is an interesting premise, and you are kind of, and the characters themselves are kind of it's on the fence. It's a fascinating premise. Yeah. It's just a little creepy thinking about junior high kids. Yeah. And, well, and the emotional screwed upness that they will have <laughs> in the future when yeah. they're told, you will kill your professor. Mm. That all means necessary. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're all dead. It is true because, and what's what's interesting is that you, you've got Koro Sensei who's saying, "I'm going to destroy the world," and so like, okay, we need to stop him. But at the same time, you're like, if you're planning to destroy the world, why are you teaching these kids? Mm-hmm. Do you actually want to die? Do you actually want to destroy the world? Do you care about the kids? Do you not care yeah. about the kids? It's like, as the as the um, you know. It does become clear that he is a fantastic teacher, and he is really sympathetic once you get used to his appearance, and once mm-hmm. you get used to the fact that he is planning to destroy the world, and you, you, you're kind of left with that sort of dichotomy of, this is a really sympathetic character, but at the same time, he's planning to destroy the world, Right. so the kids have to stop him, but at the same time, you and the kids are looking at it and saying... This guy, I don't want him to die. But I kind of did in episode one. Well, yeah. When he flipped out at everybody mm-hmm. for almost killing him. Well, no, no, and no. And I was like, oh, kill him, kill him, kill him. And then by episode three, I'm like, oh, I'm not sure again. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is he go, he gets so mad and they explain it. Not because he, um, you know, not because they tried to kill him. Like he shows, you see in the first four episodes, he's afraid of dying and he doesn't want to die. So... He will cheat to stay alive because he doesn't cheating. want to make it easy. Well, ish. But, you know, the reason that they explain... It's like saying you used your eyes so you cheated. Well, yeah, fair enough. But the reason he gets so angry is not because they tried to kill him, nor even was it because of the underhanded method that they used. The reason he's so angry is because the guys responsible for it and um, the main character... Uh, oh, shoot. There's too many characters in here. Oh, Nagisa, he, Nagisa. Yeah, as you say, he has a name from the same one from the show that we don't talk about anymore. The show that you won't shut up about. <laughs> I don't talk about free that often. I did say the word. Yes. But anyway, Nagisa. I honestly don't, you one viewer out there, listener <laughs> out there, I don't talk about free that much. Derek is over-exaggerating. Yeah, one listener, you jerk. But no, nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless. I'm um, kidding. The other two know it's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. But anyway, back on topic, the the reason that he gets so angry is because, you know, none of them cared about Nagisa's safety. Even Nagisa himself didn't care. And so he likes mm-hmm. the method. He's just like, this wasn't safe, you know, this wasn't Before safe for Nagisa. you to do. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, so that's why he gets so angry. And you do see that a couple times um, later on in the show, not in the episodes that we're dealing with right now, is where Kuro well, hey, Sensei... Well, don't spoil it. Well, yeah. Kuro Sensei tends to get, only really ever get that angry if somebody's threatening his students. Ah. So he legitimately cares about them, and he's, you know... Episode three. Let's talk about that, with uh, his crazy student that oh, yeah. is messed up in the head. Oh yes, karma. Um, well, oh, before we well before we get there, let's do episode by episode. I All think. right, go. So episode one is the introduction. It's kind of your first sort of, you know, 
moment where you're like, whoa, do I like this show or do not like this show? Um, having read the manga, I, of course, started watching this. Um, and when I was watching it, I kind of got to a, okay, I'm going, I'm watching, got halfway through and stopped, mostly because I was having massive computer problems and Hulu wouldn't cooperate. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. Well, and also there was, uh, and also I was kind of like, eh, it was like you know, it's, it's the first episode. I think it suffers from whatever most pilots suffer from. It does, yeah. Honest. A lot of the... Uh, a and lot... trying to figure out if you're comfortable or not with what is happening in the story. It is. It does... That question won't ever really go away. The, yeah. Are you comfortable with what's happening? Well, because comfortable enough to keep going, I guess, is yeah. the main thing. It's because it's like, on the one hand, we are dealing with, you know... These are, they are going to save the world by assassinating this, right. their teacher, but at the same time, and it begins with the, introdu- the introduction of a character in episode four, and it, you get more of that. You realize that you're dealing with characters here that have li- actually killed people. Right. And so it's and kind that's of, pretty it's scary. interesting, <laughs> but they do go into, but again, like I said, they, that does become addressed at a certain point. But uh-huh. anyway, with episode one, it's kind of one of those... I think nobody should ever judge a series, whether it be anime or live action, based on the pilot. Because the pilot, unless written by a genius, is going to have the same issues that all pilots have. In this case, the expository dialogue. It's like, as you know, we are class E, and we are the dead-end class, and we're a bunch of scrubs, etc., etc. Yeah. And so it's like, yep. you know that. You don't have to say that. I can kind of forgive it for the... For doing that just based on well, the... Well, set up everything. Well, yeah, you have to set it up. I think, I feel like there would have been a diff, there would have been a better way to set that up. Like, that concept didn't need to be introduced in this chapter yet. I mean, in this episode yet. But at sure, the same time, sure. it does... You do get the sense that these kids have massive self-esteem issues because mm-hmm. of the situation they are in. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense for them to obsess over the fact that they are complete failures and that they've been stuck in this class that by being in that class by definition they cannot escape the fact that they are failures right and so that's part of the uh, that's part of the purpose of the series is showing these kids that you are not failures and that's what Koro Sensei's goal is mm-hmm. but at the same time the fact that is such heavy-handed expository dialogue mm-hmm. yeah. even with a good reason it's still not good so you kind of get this sense of this is what the story is uh, is about and you're kind of left wondering eh, if the rest of the writing is like this I don't know but at the same time it also gets you it also allows you to um really get to know sort of like, you you get to know every, all the important information to begin with and you get to under, you get to understand Koro Sensei's per- character while allowing for more later on. Right. And so, um, this, James, coming into this, not having read the manga, not knowing how amazingly awesome it. it becomes, what was your first impression on episode one, and what kept you watching besides my threats of violence? Well, no, I'm just kidding. Um, my impression was that I felt like the vast majority of stuff that happened was unexplained. Mm-hmm. I think you were, you were, we were watching it together and I kept asking questions like, well, yeah. why is Nagisa's hair look like a girl? Mm-hmm. And you know, just like things like that where I really felt like there was not much explained mm-hmm. yeah. in the initial 
in the initial episode. Well, episode. And there is a reason for it, like I said. Well, I know, and I believe you. It's that, um, Well, that's the I thing. I did want to see how it played out. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many episodes can you stretch a bunch of kids trying to kill their teacher? <laughs> I surprised. think is what kind of intrigued me. And I guess well, my my thing is... At some point, there has to be passage of time because there's only so many days of school. Right. So it does feel like there has to be kind of a ticking time bomb. Well, there, well, there, well, there is. Well, there is. There is. They have the you have because to kill the him kids by this have point. to come by March or he's going to destroy the Earth. Exactly. Yeah. But at the same time, I wondered how you know, not how sitcommy it can feel. But how much of a comedy you can pull from that, and how long could you keep it going? Right. So that's what in, in, intrigued me enough to keep tuning in for the next few. All right. Well, the thing about the series is that the entire class, at some point or another, gets a focus. This isn't just a, mm-hmm. you have one main character and his love interest, right. like most high school series. Each of the characters is focused on to the point where you kind of think, wait, is Nagisa actually the main character? Mm-hmm. Because he can sometimes get lost. That's one of the weaknesses, and we'll see it later on, is that he can sometimes get lost. In the shuffle of everything. Yeah, he plays the role of the narrator, which keeps him in the foreground, but there are times where it's kind of hard. He doesn't really stand out much, but here's right. the thing, like I was saying, every question that you have is addressed mm-hmm. at some point. It's not a, I'm doing this because this is the trope, there is a legitimate reason. Everything mm-hmm. down to Nagisa's hair looking like, like a girl. The reason that it's in its current hairstyle, the reason that his hair is so long, it's all explained. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether the anime will get to that point, but literally... Uh, that's something else I'm curious about. If the anime is going to keep going or if it'll end. Because that was one thing I was really disappointed about with... Um, was it Gekka Shoujo Nozaki-kun? Right, yeah. Is I wanted it to keep going because I felt like that was a premise that could have gone for at least while. another season. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that a lot of and times... I don't, I don't... I'm scared that Assassination's Classroom is going to... It's uh, End after first season and not be resolved. Usually, we I will... I hate that. <laughs> we will get at least 25 episodes, I think. <gasps> Pardon, I think. Uh-huh. However, because this is an ongoing series, chances are they are far enough behind that they can that will they have room to catch up and yeah not? and yeah and I mean there are series I mean it kind of depends sometimes you'll get a series that has an ongoing manga where it's like oh this series is going to reach twenty five episodes and then we're going to stop and then we're going to see if it gets renewed depending on how it yeah. does in the ratings and so on. Um, then you can have a series where it's like an ongoing manga. It goes for like, it goes for like eighty episodes, ninety episodes, and then suddenly it's like, oh, the ratings aren't good enough anymore, and we're getting too close to stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to give it this, this BS ending that has nothing to do with the way the story actually played out That's in the manga. That's probably just my problem with TV in general and not manga specific. Yeah. Because I don't like going into a show until like I didn't start mm. Parks and Rec until it was done. Oh, it's already done? Yeah. Oh, well. Because I wasn't going to touch that until it, I was mm. for sure it is done, and I don't yeah. have to... 
That is worry about the ending not being satisfying. Yeah, that is kind of the thing about that is the thing with anime is that you do have to get used to the idea that this show may not have a satisfactory conclusion, and a lot of times, even if it does have a conclusion that the original author intended, sometimes those conclusions will not be satisfying. I hate you so much, Naruto. That is nothing. To, that is not a bitter shipper speaking, you bastards. It was just a bitter man in general. If yes. anyone was curious about that, <laughs> all of those of you that like the ending of Naruto, go read the sequel because I hate you, and it hates you too. And I'm not going to get into that because that's for the manga podcast. Go listen to it, please. If you <laughs> if you hate Naruto as much as I do, you will enjoy my profanity-filled rants against it. Anyway, let's move on to episode two. I remember what happens in episode two. Uh, episode two is the one with um, Sugino, the baseball kid. Okay, that that's kind of what solidified my interest and in keep going. Okay, and that episode three was when I kind of got freaked out again. Yeah, well, the thing is, is um, <laughs> the anime does it a little less because, but the, than the manga, but a lot of the stories will be focused on. I'm going to help this kid with their specific issue. And that's yeah. how it can be an ongoing thing because especially mm-hmm. with the ones that I'm going to give this kid a huge issue and stretch it out over a couple episodes kind of thing. Right. And so it, it by get, that's what I was talking about. By giving itself such a large cast, the show me, gives you the opportunity to have mm-hmm. eventually we will deal with all of these characters that flesh out their personalities, their issues, etc. So that was something that shocked me. Yeah. When, we, when that opening, and I was like, there are 26 main characters? And you were like, yep. It's a little bit like what um, like the series Maho Sensei Nagima did. Yeah, just like that. Except. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. You have no idea what it is. I have Except no idea. With that series, there's it had a focus on specific characters with a specific main character, and then some of them got lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. Also, fan service was rampant in that series, which this one does not have that problem, but we'll get to that in episode four. And so, again, it's middle school kids, so thank you. Yeah. I, I thought it was... That's when I kind of was won over by Koro-sensei. Yeah. Was the baseball episode. Seeing him being actual a teacher. Yeah. And I liked that. That was... Mm-hmm. It, it makes it a little more... I don't know if emotional is the right word. But I'm a little more invested because... Yeah. Man, now he's going to have... We have to, we still have to kill him. Yeah. But, oh, he's not as bad as I thought he was. He's in, yeah, one. yeah. Like, episode one, I'm like, just kill him now. Be done with the show. And episode two, mm-hmm. well, maybe not. Yes. But he still is obnoxious. Well, like, yeah. He doesn't lose some of that really obnoxious... Uh, ridiculousness. I mean, he is an obnoxious character, and that's part of the character's charm. And... As he himself Debatable, says. Debatable, <laughs> but, you know, those of you that like obnoxious charm like Spongebob, you're going to love this guy. He is kind of, except a more dangerous Spongebob. <laughs> oh, well. that's hilarious. It really is like Spongebob is a kid's teacher, and he's going to kill everyone. And he's And he gets angry occasionally. <laughs> but then he's like, just kidding, kids. <laughs> oh, gosh, don't do that again. But nonetheless, <laughs> oh, they need to get, oh, I... I know that he already has a voice actor, but they should have gotten the voice actor for Spongebob. <laughs> Can we make a change.org petition? <laughs> yeah. uh, it's not going to happen. I don't think that guy is ever going to do any voice work in, in anime. He's like, are you kidding me? I make all of the money doing this. He's like, I've been doing this for how long? Wait, how long is Spongebob? 15 years? Oh, it was before. It was pre-Avatar, The Last Airbender. 
Well, Avatar is not that old. Well, it was, um, it began, Avatar The Last Airbender, season two was around, like, 2006-ish, when I was, um, yeah, away. So that's I not... was in Denver at the time. So, like, 2004, 2005 was the introduction of Avatar, but... All right, I'm looking yeah. it up on... Anyway, yeah, look up Spongebob, how long that's been around, because that's what we're actually asking. Right, that's, that's what I'm looking But, yeah, so... The thing about this is why you should always watch the second episode of any series because mm-hmm. the first episode is the setup and the sort of the here's our here's our gimmick basically. Episode two is what tells you this is what the majority of episodes are going to be like basically, you know, and kind of like you know for example with Gotham you had the setup where it's all oh look at all these Batman characters woo. And then you get episode two, and it's like, okay, this is what the show is actually going to be like. Uh huh. And so let's. May 1st, 1999, so 16 years. Good lord, that's insane. <laughs> so, anyway. 16 years of SpongeBob. How come we don't ever get 16 years of something good? Well, that's because the things that last are the formulaic things, the things that. I mean, I guess I know lots of people that like Spongebob and think it's good. Spongebob does nothing for me. I haven't ever really... Wa- so... I've watched a couple episodes, but I've never really gotten invested just because it's not the kind of show that I'm looking for. I like animation, but I don't... There's a reason I'm into anime. I want yeah. a story. There's a reason I love Young Justice and think DC and Warner Brothers should go burn for canceling it. And, and Cartoon Network. You guys suck. You um, know that they're all owned by the same people, right? Yes. All those those people listed. suck. Nonetheless, DC, uh, Warren Brothers, Cartoon Network, yep, all owned by the same people. Yeah, well, it gives me a focus for my hatred. But nonetheless... Warner Brothers, do you hear this? <laughs> Listen to this podcast. If you, may, if, you make a, if you make a DC direct-to-DVD Blu-ray animated version of Hush, all is forgiven. <laughs> they probably won't, because they're doing, no. they're doing all New 52 stuff, and I'm like, no, there's so many good other things... Why are you doing New 52? New 52 has good stuff in it, but there's so much good old stuff that you could do. Like, do the actual, like, do the killing joke. Oh, no, don't do that. I mean, uh, Death in the Family, do that. Do You know, this is why I only watch, like, Star Wars. Yeah, well, and anime I force you to watch. I know, I'm trying to think of another cartoon I've watched but, recently. Yep, let's... Not really. Well, anyway, yeah, let's get into... Uh, do you have anything else you wanted to add about episode two? No, it's just that's what, that's what got me into committing to at least finish the first four. And okay. We will see where we go from here. <laughs> All right, and episode three, the introduction of Karma, the... Very messed in the head child? Slightly sociopathic, yes, but slightly they, they do give 100%. him hundred percent. Well, he becomes a like I said again, he becomes a much better character, and him and um, Nagisa are friends, like legitimately friends. Yeah, that that kind of creeped me out. And so you're like Nagisa, I need to keep my eyes on you, but uh, nonetheless, I mean, it does have this. I mean, he does. You do get in the fl- episode, you get the flashback of why he's so rowdy and wants to kill a teacher basically is because he had a bad experience where his teacher was going lied to him about having his back and so when he did the th- what he thought was the right thing protecting a student from being bullied by another student except the problem was the student being bullied was in class E and the student doing the bullying was one of the students in one of the class in one of the other classes yeah. and it kind of introduces the sense that this school is pretty messed up because mm-hmm. 
the class E are basically scum to them, the one and they protect the ones that, you know, show promise. Well, considering the premise of the show when he's like, you know, I'm gonna have another teacher die on me. I thought he was being serious and I was like, Oh my goodness, you killed the teacher. <laughs> well, I didn't know any better. Well, yeah, but then it But it, then it showed us like, no, he's still messed up in the head. But he but didn't it kill. Didn't him. kill anybody. Thank yeah, goodness. no. It was that the teacher be, became like, dead to him as a teacher the moment yes. he showed, the moment favoritism he showed, yeah, favoritism, his the own rich kids. Yeah, and not only that. Well, yeah, I guess they're all rich, but ish. Not all of them are rich, but the, it's easier to get in if you're rich. But nonetheless, smart rich kid. Yeah, that you show is in the good class. Yeah, you do see that. Um, I mean, you do see that. The teacher becomes dead to him because he's not being a teacher mm-hmm. when he shows his own self-interest. And you also see that in episode one where Nag- you see Nagisa, when he thinks back to what threw him into the class, you get the teacher is saying, oh, you've ruined my reputation standing. Or was that in episode one? Um, if it wasn't, sorry. It was in one of the first four. Okay, well, that does... I know, I saw that part. Yeah, okay, good. So that I'm pretty sure it's episode I one. I guess I don't know these episodes as well as some of the other shows we've watched. I felt like yeah. some of the other ones I really knew, hm. like, distinctly what happened in each episode. Yeah. My my problem is I that I... I didn't really ma- watch them that mm. spread out. Well, my problem is that I marathoned them all, and that was a while ago, so I'm kind of sitting here going like, uh, Oh, no, you're... That, that was good. <laughs> but nonetheless, I mean, it is shown that... And it's the same teacher as well. It's shown that mm-hmm. you kind of show that this dude only cares about his own standing, his own reputation, right. how well his students do, how that reflects on himself, and he is used as a foil for what Koro-sensei is, who... Koro-sensei cares entirely about... The students. Right. And I thought Karma's plan to kill him was brilliant. Was actually really brilliant. It was. But it really required a messed up head <clears throat> it, to do that. <laughs> exactly. And that's kind that's part of what makes him so fantasy uh, it, that's part of what makes him so fascinating. Uh-huh. There we go. Fantasy. It is a fantasy. But nonetheless, um well more also, of a sci-fi. Did that gelato look really good to you? Because yes. it looked super good to me and I'm like, I don't know what flavor it is. <laughs> But now I want gelato. Let's go get gelato. Well, I actually Screw you, to... listeners. We're out of here. I had to go get thump, ice thump, cream thump, after thump. that. I was like, Darn. Uh, definitely have to. Because, yes. Wow. It is. That's that's the thing. Good work, anime, <laughs> on making me hungry for yeah, sugar. That's the thing. Anime food is tastier looking than real food. Yeah. <clears throat> like, watch Food Wars. Don't actually watch Food Wars, James. You will see we what I mean. We are going to have an episode of Food Wars eventually, you know. We have to. We have to. But This is why I, I got the show. Roku with the remote that has the headphone jack so I can <laughs> watch stuff without people hearing what I'm watching. Oh, you definitely need it because, oh my gosh, it's like the majority of the episode is fine, but as soon as somebody eats food and that somebody happens to be a woman, as they say... As they say, but as, as they, the wolf says, as the noise makes. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, yeah, it's like you know the food that you see there. You're like, oh, I'm so hungry. I just ate. I ate in I preparation really for the show. I really liked the food on uh, the food that Nozaki made uh, on Nozaki Kun. Yeah, <clears throat> his like his curry when um, Sakura's like freaking out about the curry. I was like, I want curry now. This looks really good. <laughs> Me too. I have a curry. I have a curry flavor packet thingy in the... Let's go make curry. <laughs> no. Done. No, we're... Actually, what I'm going... We're... 
We are recording this on Memorial Day, um, so we'll be barbecuing later. And I hopefully, will be it making... comes out before Labor Day. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> but probably not. No, but anyway, we'll be making curry burgers. Huh? Okay. Done. No, it's good. You'll love it. <clears throat> but anyway, <clears throat> so Karma basically is—he's one of those characters that stands out quite a lot, and he his development and the way he is used in the series is one of the strengths of the series because it manages to do the same use him in a way that it uses a lot of the other characters and they all mm-hmm. have their unique issues and character development moments and right. so um we get let's see episode four yeah let's move on to episode four the introduction of another teacher um uh, her name is Irina Jelovich. Wait, did the, the PE teacher, was he number two or number three? He's introduced in number one. Yeah, but when did he become their PE teacher? In episode two? I think so. I can't remember. It It doesn't really ever say, I am now your PE teacher. No, no, it's he more does. Like, he, oh, he's like does he? teaching them some knife thing, and he makes Koro-sensei go play in the sand by himself. Oh, I think that was... I think it's in episode three. Was it? I'm not certain. It's one of the two. Hey, I like him. He's okay. A lot. He is another reason to watch this show. There is a, th- there is a thing that happens, some episodes down the row, <clears throat> where. I'm like I said. No, I'm not going to give. I'm not going to give it. Give anything away. But like, come on, listeners, tell them not to spoil it <clears throat> for yeah. us all. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm just saying. Stick around for that moment. Okay. Because when I was reading the manga, it was one of those moments where it's like, that's it. This manga can do no wrong. <laughs> and so, but... Well, speaking of doing wrong, let's talk about episode four. <laughs> yes, Miss... As they call her, Miss Bitch. <laughs> because they okay. can't pronounce V or B. As a speech therapist, that was hilarious to me. Yeah. I was like rolling on the floor. I'm like, why are they calling her this? And then she's like... You guys don't know the difference between V, B, and V. I'm like, oh, they totally wouldn't. Yeah. That makes complete sense. Uh-huh. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, they have a moment later on where there's actual English speaking happening. Uh-huh. Which. <clears throat> Their English class was uh, which, so inappropriate. Yes. I just, yes. wow. It, wow. W- it was, it was. But, you know, the po- that's kind of. But the I point. did like all the kids' reactions to being just like, ugh. <laughs> it is. Like, you know, and it. That's kind of what the thing is, is she is there, Irina is there as the fan service character. And the nice thing is, she is an adult. Right. She is the sole purveyor of fan service in this entire series. None of the students are ever used for fan service, something that many, 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 many anime Most fail anime? to do. Yeah. And when you're a kid watching it, it's no problem. It's like, oh, look, there's a 16-year-old girl in her underwear. I'm a 16-year-old boy. This is appropriate. As a 20-something-year-old man, you're just like, I can never watch this again. No. Never again. So it's a... <clears throat> so I can appreciate... Oh, one moment. <clears throat> there we go. Sorry about that. Um, so I can appreciate we're that... We're losing our host, people. Yeah. We're losing our host. So I can appreciate that if we're going to have fan service in this series... That's Irene... Yeah. And not the student. Yeah, that it's an adult woman. You know? Fair, and it's like, fair. Uh, the series Blue Exorcist kind of does something similar, um, where it's mostly focused on high school students. And there are some moments that, questionable moments of fan service 
with the uh, <clears throat> with the high school students, but the majority of the fan service comes in the form of a twenty-something-year-old um, uh, exorcist lady who w- walks around wearing nothing but hot pants and a bikini. Speaking of, <clears throat> we're probably going to watch Ghost Hunters, and you're all going to have to excuse me for being horrified and angry oh, by yes. that show. It is, yeah. Oh, that show. <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> so Irina uh, is basically, <clears throat> she is brought in <clears throat> as a, you know, she's, her undercover is, she is their English teacher because she is multilingual. <clears throat> Which that I also thought that was clever as an mm-hmm. assassin. Of course, she's multilingual. I mean, exactly. That, yeah. that was. There are clever moments to this show. I'm not mm-hmm. denying it. It's just the the whole assassination attempt. Mm-hmm. I was yelling at her from because you know, she's an idiot. Couch. Don't do it. Listen to the kids. What are you thinking? <laughs> That's oh. Nothing can not be hurt by the bullets. I'm like, and even then, I know that, and I've only been watching the show for like 45 minutes. Well, and then he, however long it is. And then he eats the bullets. Yeah, it's just and then, frustrating. And then the camera switches out, switches to an outside view, and there is odd screaming coming from the inside. And then you realize that he basically gave her a massage, a deep Swedish massage oil massage using his own slime and you're like oh gosh i know like, that, that, was, that was just like now to be fair oh, <clears throat> now oh, now to, i do not like tentacles i'm just gonna throw that out there <laughs> tentacles are disgusting they are they are and i don't understand the anime fetish it, at all we could get into that but it basically comes down to the fact that the eat octopi <clears throat> well no it's more to do with the fact that it's illegal to show male genitalia in media <clears throat> but it's not illegal to show tentacles. Exactly, yeah, but but it goes back further than that kind of ban, so I'm like, okay, whatever. That's but anyway, the point is... Uh, As a male, I feel offended. <laughs> I'm just kidding. More junk on TV, yo. No, please don't. Uh, <laughs> we have enough of that on Game of Thrones, and it only really happened once. <laughs> but I, I don't even know what to say to all of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, nonetheless, okay, I will say this. <laughs> this is the most benign use of tentacles in an anime ever. Like, I've seen enough hentai to know where this should have gone, and it didn't go there. And for those of you that don't know what hentai is, like me, don't ask. You don't want to know. You really don't. But nonetheless... I'm sure I just can assume what it is. I will, I, would be correct. I will say I will say this. What happens in episode four is the most overtly sexual thing to happen involving that character. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Wait, <clears throat> you mean there's other things with other characters? No. No, I specifically said none of the none of the students get in on any of that. That's good. Um, so, but yeah. So besides that, the most fan service you really get out of her is clothes with a certain style to them and swimsuits, which you know, and just the her simple clothes were a little ridiculous. Yeah, and just her simple just like really. Her really? her simple existence is fan service, honestly, because right. we're talking bustly blonde woman. It wasn't enough to <clears throat> completely. It wasn't like Loop in the Third, where I'm like, nope, done, too rapey. Yeah, it was a little bit. Uh, it was pushing the it was pushing the border for the sake of comedy, right? Which for some people may not be their cup of tea, but well, they can rest assured that you don't see anything could, like this happen again. You could take it either <clears throat> way that it went further than the massage. 
But I decided that it just was the massage, and I was not yeah. going to think about it any further. Yeah, I mean the joke. The I mean the manga makes the joke that something else may have happened, but it it's just as a joke right. because it's it's not within Coral Sensei's character to do that. No. And so mostly he was just I'm going to show you how overpowered I am. There is something very OP about him. That's that is kind of the frustrating. Point. That is the point. He is, he is so, overpowered. You're in the manga, but would you want them to kill Korra Sensei at this point? Um, do you want Korra Sensei dead still, or do you want him to to have a resolution besides death? Well, the thing is, not going off of what I know, but just from no, the just manga. From what you want? Don't tell us anything. What okay. you know, just what you want. I don't right want now. him to die. Okay. The reason for that being... Well, don't, don't explain No, I'm not going to explain it. What I'm saying is that the recent chapters in the manga have revealed certain key bits of information that make me say, I don't want him to die. Okay. And that is, that is all I will say. You Right now, I still feel like I'm okay with him dying. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. And so... Yeah, so basically those were the first uh, four episodes. Anyone yeah. that's watching them along with us. And what was your rating on the first four? Um, Do you have a ridiculous rating out of tentacles? I guess that would be Nathan way of rating yeah. things. Not really. Nathan, where are you on the show? I don't know. I should have asked him. He but... said he didn't want to watch it. Yeah, well, of course. Of course. It's, well, the first four. I have to say the first episode is kind of weak. The second episode is one of those that, knowing the story already, I appreciated it the first time, but rewatching it, I'm kind of like, mm, get to the point. Right. Third episode, I thought was quite fantastic. And the fourth episode was the reason that I was watching. What? Oh, come on. <laughs> no, no, no. Honestly, it wasn't that episode specifically. I wanted to get to the point where she was in the show. Gotcha. Because part of, the, part of my favorite storylines involve her. And I give characters. it a three out of five tentacles. Three out of five. I'll give it a overall four point five out of five tentacles. <laughs> because so your average rating is what three point seven five tentacles? About that. Yeah, I think probably close or three point eight five. I don't know. But nonetheless, um, I highly recommend this show. Mostly, I make this recommendation based off of what I know is to come, and knowing that there are some amazing moments. Um, as far as this series as an adaptation, it is it is quite faithful to the source material, um, based off of what I've. Though there are some individual chapters that get cut out of what is animated. Mostly, they're just kind of like those. They're events the that are like chapters. the second, not really boring, but rather more secondary. Yeah, they're secondary. They're focused on specific characters and showing their thing. It's kind of like. There's a lot more chapters that are like episode two yeah. than the anime shows. Yeah. And so a lot of those are being cut for time, yeah. I believe. And so you get a lot of that. Um, as far as it goes, I mean, as the, I mean, this just really is a character development series yeah. where there's a lot of characters and all of them get satisfactory development. And... <laughs> The animation is quite good. I mean, it's quite fluid. It doesn't rely on the lazy mm -hmm. talking heads not actually being animated. The 
the way they animate Kuro Sensei's speed is fantastic. The uh, silly. the scenes where the you know the assassination scenes with the shooting and so on are have a lot of have a lot of really good energy to them. Um, the music is. Doesn't really stand out. Uh, the say, background wow, music. Stand out at all to me. No, yeah, the background music is just there. Nothing really stands out. You know, the only music that I remember distinctly from anything I've watched mm-hmm. is Nozaki, mm. and those I felt like were very. Um, those themes are very yeah. distinguishable. I know them really well. There are very. There are a few anime that I get into that have very noticeable, very distinctive background music. But mostly a lot of those, it's because they have that one track for that one amazing moment. Like, for example, with, um, with One Piece, you get this... Mm-hmm. They have this one, this one theme that plays as they're about to, you know, set sail on Grand Adventure. And it's this really haunting, massive piece. Like, you know, it's just... Like, you know, it's just... It's adventure distilled into musical form. Right. Or you've got, um, for example, Bleach, which isn't the greatest manga anime out there, but it has <laughs> two of my favorite tracks in anime, one of which I, can't, I cannot listen to without starting to cry. Sad. Because it was played over quite possibly one of the most heartbreaking moments of the whole series. Even knowing that it turns out okay, it's still like, oh, man... And then it also has one of the most creepy, awesome moments in musical form that is accompanied with one of the creepiest, awesome moments in any of the battles to happen. Um, the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood has a really good sort of overall theme, sort of like battle music right. and such. But yeah, Assassination Classroom doesn't really have that. No. It's more music is there to make sure it's not quiet. It's... Because it's a comedic series, there's a lot of that comedic background music, which doesn't really stand out as good music on its own. But I am a big fan of the uh, of the opening theme song. Mm-hmm. It's one of those few opening themes that I have actually listened to every single time I watch the episode. I thought it was kind of annoying, so I skipped it. <laughs> I liked it. I was like, eh, no. I don't, and also I don't like skipping on Hulu. It, they are, every time I'll like skip and it's like, let's play an ad without actually skipping you anywhere. I was like, I hate you so much, Hulu. But nonetheless, um, what are the odds based off of your meh reception to episode one, your, uh, ooh, hey, episode reception to episode two, your, uh, to episode three and your, uh, to episode four, <laughs> what would you say are the chances of you continuing on? What are the chances of us doing another podcast based on it? Strong. <laughs> then strong. Okay, um, good. I don't know if I'd watch it on my own. Okay. But, okay, how many anime have I watched on my own? Not very many. Not I... very many. Two. Two. Two shows. Two shows, one of which you keep insisting on doing new episodes about, and one of which... Mazaki-kun? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, well... Yeah, and one of which... I can't stop talking about it. I love that show. Yeah, and one of which you uh, just watched on your own after we did one episode, and the rest of us were like, screw this. <laughs> I just uh, need to know how it ended. Yeah. And by the way, viewers, li- listeners, not viewers, mm. listeners, it ended... Poorly. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Uh, okay, uh, just as a heads up, no spoilers, but episode... Let's see one moment. 
Okay. Episode 7 may be, have some slightly triggery material in it. Okay, well, there we go. Nothing actually, nothing happens, but it but does imply like that stuff that... Yeah, um, it does imply that stuff ha- that these the villains for the episode have been involved in not-so-great stuff mm. in the past, and so... Just be aware that, be that aware. fortunately, it doesn't focus on it as it's over a lot quicker than it is in the manga. Ah, mm-hmm. because it's like in the manga, it's like this is you're going into way more detail than I want. It's mm-hmm. quite possibly the only thing in the series that I consider trigger bad, yeah, trigger worthy mm-hmm. and actually being you know a bad part of the series. Sure, but it's a one off thing if as long as you can get pa- as long as you get past it, you'll be fine. But just as a fair warning to the listeners and, that haven't watched the show and to James, who what did you just have sensitive in front of everyone? <laughs> yes, that's okay. Yeah, but anyway, I accept it. Yeah, so let's see if we go four by four. Let's see. So that's uh, one up. Ep- so that's episode two, and then episode three. Four. Okay, we've got enough episodes for four and a half episodes right now. So by uh-huh. the time we get through to that, we'll probably have everything caught up, and so yeah. we'll probably do it over Skype. And so the qual- audio quality might be a diff a bit different. Not too different, hopefully. Yeah. So as long as you're not too busy. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should have enough time to spend an hour. Well, let's see. It's um. About hour and a half, half for four episodes, and, and then, then an hour, hour. so two and a half hours per week. That's that's doable. Maybe every other week, but we'll we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll see. But anyway, so that's pretty much that. Um, well, thank you for tuning in for another riveting episode of Anna Noob. Yes, a year Actually, after the last one was recorded, basically. A few months. About that, almost there. Well, it'll just have more to listen to. Yeah. We'll, that's, uh, no, I don't have internet on this thing or whatever. But anyway, we will, like we said, we may do a short episode on the first episode of Food Wars because I'm sure James isn't going to make it past episode one, (laughs) even though it is one of my favorite shows. Yeah, speaking about high school students and fan service, oh boy, (laughs) this series. But in, in its defense... Those ain't high school students. Not the way they're drawn. <laughs> yeah, usually they aren't. So, yeah, All that's right, how well, anime gets... I think that's how anime gets away with it yep. most of the time. Yep. So you just... It lets you shut that part of your brain off where you're like, mm. I'm not going to think about this too much. But yep. nonetheless, it has other reasons to enjoy that series. But it's been about almost an hour. So I think... Um, let's just take a second. Have you wa- Is there anything you've watched that we haven't done for the uh, episode? For the uh, for podcasting, I mean, any good? Did we any good? Or no? Anyway, yeah. Sorry, what were you gonna say? Did we? Did we talk about? We talked about those couple first episodes of those new shows I watched, right? Which ones were they? Glass Lip and Oh yeah, we already Train Wars. Oh, we already did. Rail Wars. Yeah. Rail Wars. <laughs> yeah, the... I don't know if I've really watched anything. Since I don't think so. Yeah, no. Oh man, Rail Wars. <laughs> Apparently, the Blu-rays are out and they are uncensored. Wink, wink. I'm like, that's yeah, t- that's that, totally I what I the, needed. <laughs> the second episode of Rail Wars, and I was just like, I just know that this is going yeah. ahead in a bad direction. Yeah. I know where the animation budget went on this bad boy. Between the two girls. That was the thing, <laughs> no, too. Between, so yes. If, uh, if by the two girls you mean the one girl and her two girls. No. Wink, wink. Both of them. Did you see the second episode? No. 
He starts like Perhaps. falling for the the other girl. What other girl? It, you know the mean one. Oh well, of they, course. Yeah, of course. They like have this huddling against each other because she's cold. Moment. Oh yeah. I was like, oh come on. That's the funny thing is is that usually I don't know. It's weird. It's like usually whenever I think of favorite characters, they're usually some variety of mean woman. <laughs> or strict woman. I don't know. No offense have to the women out there. No, but then I'm always like, no, I want the main character with a sweet, nice one because she's actually nice. Yeah, and even though the mean one is like, I don't know, it's Tsundere is kind of overdone. I don't really think I've watched any anime. No, nothing else. Mm-mm. I am debating whether we should. Uh, let's uh, let's see. I don't think we can support. And how much of um, I can't understand what my husband is saying. Did you watch one clip? <laughs> Oh, well, in that case, never mind. I have not opened Crunchyroll since. <laughs> you should. That one's pretty good. It has it has stupid little comedy, stupid little humor, uh-huh. but then every once in a while we'll have that, let's go back into the character's past and see how much their past kind of sucked and how happier they are now. Mm-hmm. Whether it be because of their relationship with their spouse, their relationship with their sibling. I watched more Sailor Moon Crystal than you. All right. How many episodes of that did you watch? I didn't finish season one. But I got pretty close. I got to, like, episode eight, and then I start watching it, and I'm like, this is not enthralling me enough to make me focus on it entirely. Yeah. No. Which? I I felt like it was certainly um, better than that original version. Yeah. <laughs> you watched more of the and, original version than you did the Crystal version. Oh, that was suffering. <laughs> and yet Crystal got through more content. Who knew? Crystal got way ahead of where I was on the other show. Yeah. Um, that just goes to show. But I just, I've been seeing how other viewers have been really frustrated with the show not getting around to actually doing anything. And I don't know if that's a problem with the manga or if that's just the way Crystal's mm. been, but I'm just, I have not really found any yeah, I, need to carry on. I really so. want to spend more time watching that show, mostly because, for, uh, because of nostalgia reasons, because I never yeah. really watched yep. the original show all the way through, but at the same time, I'm like... This is I too remember, much of a commitment. <laughs> yeah, I remember liking these characters enough when I was a teenager, and I had my reasons. No. I had the reason any boy had for tuning into Sailor Moon. But... <laughs> dot, 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 dot. Anyway... Yeah, getting back into that, shows that were okay to watch as a 16-year-old, but are no longer okay to watch as a 20-something-year-old. I don't know. I can see somebody really being into it. I think if I had more of a nostalgic... Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, my... My... Uh, Sailor Moon experience was just fanfics that my friends wrote that I read. Oh, why would you, you know? do that? Because I was a supportive friend. And my friend actually has, like, real stuff published now. Some stuff, so... I am flipping that friend off right now. She's a female. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm not going to make the joke I was about to make. <laughs> okay, on that happy note, we will no. see you next time. No, no, we're not done yet here. Like, anyway, I don't know. The thing is, I want to, I'm going to eventually get down to watching that show because... Oh, Crystal? Yeah, Crystal. Because... What show? It's, the thing is, is that it's a classic story in anime and manga. More yeah. so in manga, because the anime didn't really tell the real story. Um, and so it's one of those ones where it's like, I want to, ex- I want to experience this story, but at the same time, it's like, mm-hmm. not really, not really something that I am interested in right now, or at yeah. least not to the point where, I don't know. Anytime I look at Crunchyroll, I'm like, look at all these sh- new shows I want to watch. 
Look at all these episodes of One Piece I haven't watched. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One Piece is. Uh, it's yeah. kind of overwhelming trying to get into something. Into because when you mm. when you're looking at the list of shows, you're like, where do I even begin? Yeah. So once you find something that resonates with you even slightly, it's like, oh, gotta follow this through to the end. Yeah, exactly. And most of them are not Naruto or One Piece, where it's gonna be a thousand episode commitment. Yeah, yeah. A <laughs> thousand episode. Yeah, it's, they're not there yet. One Piece isn't there yet. <laughs> Naruto isn't going to get there. Suck it, Naruto. But, no, you know, well, actually, may have. I don't know if you between the two shows. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, <clears throat> the thing about, the thing is, is that a lot of times people will say there's too much, you know, there's too much content. And it's daunting to get into. And then I think, but yes. imagine this. Let's say you find a series that has 800 episodes published. Okay. And it is the most awesome thing you have ever seen. Wouldn't you want it to have that much content because you will have the awesome thing for that much longer? Possibly, but it depends. Mm. I don't know. Usually I get on the bandwagon right before it ends. Yeah, good And luck usually with that. stuff is not <clears throat> reached more than 200. Yeah. When I jump in on something. So yeah. the idea of more than 200. Mm. I mean, I can't imagine what it's going to be like for someone jumping into the Marvel Cinematic Universe oh, geez, in five or ten years. Oh, Think of all of the TV shows and movies and <laughs> chronology to. that I'm you'd have to. to catch up on. Yeah, I'm trying not to. And all the weird. Uh, that's the thing that I. That's the thing that I that I like about anime and manga in general is that if the creator does something weird with their character relationships it's because they wanted to not because some random director came in 50 years later and said i want to do this weird thing that nobody wants i'm looking okay. at you joss whedon i was gonna say are we talking about hulk and black widow because yes. that was not my favorite thing I was able to ignore it, but at the same time it stuck out enough to me because as i was watching the movie i was just sitting there and i was like I can see the director's hand in here in every instance where he's going, this is why this thing that I really want to do is okay. Yeah. Like giving Hawkeye a family when he's never had a family. It makes the movie character a more interesting character, but at the same time, it's very clearly there because, look, he has a family, so well, you people that want him and Black Widow to get together, you shut up now. And I'm like, yes, but this is you directly doing this so that we would do this, so we're not going to shut up about it yeah. because... You're doing this for the that nice thing movie. that it is is that Mockingbird is now on Shield, oh, and she's fantastic. Okay, like fantastic. There's and another the character that she's, <laughs> but she's not uh, Hawkeye's wife. Mm -hmm. Makes it so she has some other interesting stuff going on. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. It's again. It's just like you would have thought that this kind of stuff would have been foreshadowed or it would have made more sense because there was literally. No interaction between any of the characters has suggested what Joss Whedon maybe is that's, trying to do. Maybe that's something... Maybe there is something to having a finite and maybe smaller amount of stuff. Mm -hmm. Because, yes, 800 episodes would be amazing if you loved it all the way through. Well, But here I am, we're how many movies into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I'm starting to feel like, eh, I think the best stuff is behind us now. Yeah, I'm possibly... I haven't liked the last well, couple nearly as much as the early Well, the ones. fact that Joss Whedon isn't doing anything else gives it some hope that we're not going to, after seeing what he wants to do, gives it some hope that maybe it won't, you know, this stuff. I don't okay, know. Okay, we have gone way off track. Yeah, but, you know, it, it ultimately it comes down to getting into anime is like starting the Wheel of Time <laughs> rather than 
this Marvel comic or cinematic universe where, granted, it's one creator plus the second creator finishing the series but following the notes of the original creator extensively as opposed to dozens of creators doing whatever they want because they're in charge at the time. Yeah. And yep. so it's yep. like that's that's why ultimately, I mean, I'm not a really huge comic book fan. I tolerate a lot of them because I like Batman and because I know eventually they're going to do what I like eventually again. Mm-hmm. Uh. Even if we'll I have see. to suffer through crappy Catwoman writing bastards. Sorry, okay, what? okay, we're done. We're <clears throat> done. Anyway, wrap yeah. it up, wrap it up. <laughs> yes, yes, I wanted to get to the hour mark. We're past the hour mark. Exactly. Ah. All right. Hour-long <laughs> podcast, that's the way to go. Anyway, I think that's pretty much it for us here. Oh. Hope you enjoyed your commute. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we don't know when the, when the next episode will be. We're going to see how long it takes James to get through the next four episodes of Assassination Classroom. And then where we go from there, I don't know. We might decide to get into doing some more other stuff. Other reviews and stuff. Maybe I'll get him to do a quickie on Food Wars. <laughs> um, but we'll have to see about that. But anyway, that's it. We'll see you all next time.